Today, I just want to reflect on the last year, some of the lessons I've learned and experiences I've had. And I guess the main one is I got off track. I got off track from what I really want. And I'm sure you all can relate to that. I I started off last year, I renamed the podcast, I was going all in and in sharing my branding and PR knowledge on social media and on the podcast and sharing my method of the Superfan Attraction method. And it was going good. And from January to May, I was on track and uh I loved my time with my clients, coaching them on their personal branding, which I always say starts with personal development. So it's that deep inner work that I love. We'll get to the PR marketing, but what really lights me up is helping artists get in touch with their vision, what they really want. Why do they want it? And getting so clear on what they want, why they want it, and having an action plan to get there. And that way, no matter what comes up, you won't give up. But also core values. And every decision, you should look at your core values and your vision and see if it fits. And in May, I met someone who offered me to get back into PR. And I do not want to get back into PR. Um, I love what I do now. But things were a bit slow business-wise. And I don't know, I kind of, I liked him. And I thought it would be fun to maybe work PR on different types of projects than what I've done for 20 years. And so I'm like, yeah, why not? A, a side gig to do PR, do what I'm good at and what I know, but maybe for someone else and do maybe different kinds of projects that I didn't get to do before. Who knows? I was open. But then very quickly, they're the same projects that I've done for 20 years and and also working with someone that didn't share my values. And when I thought it would be a part-time thing, it would take over my life and take me away from what I really want to do, which is connect directly with you, connect with the artist, help them on a more personal level. and. Every waking moment was the PR stuff. And it doesn't have to be that way, but that's just how he worked. Uh, I wasn't able to say, okay, Tuesdays, I'm going to work all on the PR stuff. No, it was every morning. I dreaded looking at my phone. Actually, every day I dreaded looking at my phone because... There'd be something new that I had to drop everything and do. And so even if I didn't spend every waking moment on the PR jobs, I, my mind was. And 
little by little, the working relationship with with this PR agency was not a fit. He didn't share my values. And when you start looking at what you want and why you want it and your core values, it wasn't that PR wasn't a fit. It was the working situation with this person. And we work different styles. We work different ways. And I had to mold and fit into his way of working, which wasn't natural for me. And I guess also because it was been a few years since I'd done publicity. There's a reason I stopped doing publicity. And if you don't know, it's because, um, more and more artists were not ready for publicity. And it's a lot of work, less media outlets out there. So as much as I love the projects that I worked on, it took a lot of work and hours of pitching to get a few little things. So return on investment for both the client and me was just not worth it to me anymore. And I didn't want to take artists' money. You know, PR's not cheap. And the clients don't understand that all the work that goes into it. And so you'd spend thousands of dollars and get a few little media outlets. But meanwhile, that few little took a lot of time and effort and pitching. And so I lost the the drive to do it. And also because a lot of people were not ready for publicity, where coaching, I can get personal and really help you so that when you get to do a PR campaign or when you think you're wanting to hire help, you're ready and you have your personal branding in order. You have the stories. It's all about the story. And that's what I love. And so this PR job didn't took me away from that because even on days where I planned on working on my own stuff, which is helping you guys, um, I was always pulled away to do this other stuff that wasn't leading to what I really want. I was taking away from it. And also it was draining all my energy because we didn't share the same values. And it was eating away at my integrity and my gut. My, you know, I did not feel right around how this person was doing business. And it's not in my soul to be dishonest or lacking in integrity. And so I had to get out of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, being a coach for the last few years and not doing publicity, I've gotten very clear and I understand even more how important it is to the work I do. But it's when you get distracted and experience a negative, it just made me even more passionate about what I do as a coach and my method. Because you might get distracted like I did. I got distracted with this other opportunity, but I was only 
four months, you know, and I knew very quickly that this was not a fit. It was not helping my vision. It wasn't helping my soul. And I got out of it. But that's because I've done this work that I help artists do. And so that no matter what amazing opportunity might come your way, look at your values, look at your vision, does it fit? And I think in the beginning, I thought it was a fit. So I went for it. But very quickly, I realized it's not a fit. So that's why it's so important. Because I know years ago, I would have been sucked into the, that project for years. And <laughs> just accepted that that's the way it worked. And that's, I had to mold myself to work with someone else but because I've done this work I'm out of it in a few months so it's been a month or so back to what I really love to do and wow the freedom I love the freedom and so the distraction it did take me away from what I really want. So there's been a bit of a delay in achieving what I want, but it was also such a great learning experience and being so clear and I'm proud of myself. And it gave me that new fire of why my method is so important and why I want to help artists get to that point where if they do get on track, they very quickly reverse it and get back on track because you're so clear. Um, so that's where I'm ending this year is getting back on track and in every area of my life too, because not just what I do, but I've been working out and trying to eat healthier and because I had more time and energy and mindset to focus on my own health and also my own business and working towards creating content that will help the people I really want to help. And so I just wanted to share this with you to think about how was the last year for you? Did you achieve everything you wanted to achieve? And if not, can you point out some distractions that you got sucked away in? Did anything new come up? Because sometimes it's very, it's one thing to be very clear about your vision, but maybe your vision changes. And sometimes, like I could have, this detour might have turned into an amazing experience and whoa. I love PR again, and ah, maybe I will do more PR. And so I'm not saying don't take those opportunities that come your way, but if you're very clear on what you want and your values, you'll know pretty quickly whether it's the fit that you want. So, and if it's not, like at the end of the year is a good time to review your year, and then start to set goals and action plans for next year. And how 
do you want to feel a year from now? How do you want to be in your business, in, in your career? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to be ready for? And I've looked back on my last few years and some things have just taken me a long time. And it's the comparison too, because I look at other coaches that they just started. All of a sudden they got a huge following. They got a course, they got a group program, they got this, they got that. And I'm still back here going, Still working at it, still working at it. Yes, I do want that big course and signature program. And I, it's been percolating, but of course, I want it to be perfect. And so I've decided that, okay, maybe if I give myself more time and plan ahead and not just be like, oh, I wish I had it done by now. Be like, okay, so maybe let's set the goal that next September. I'm going to launch my signature program, Superfan Attraction. And how am I going to launch that? I kind of want to do a summit and like, kind of like the podcast and get some experts, but also like a summit of creativity, branding, marketing, the business. Like, and I think because I'm multi-passionate and my audience is multi-passionate that it would be an interesting summit, I think, because it wouldn't be, hey, all actors in business, this is the summit for you, or all musicians, here's for you. I want to invite everybody. So I want to have experts in just, and also the things that artists need to learn about the business. We need to know more about being an entrepreneur, running a business, time management. So I'm thinking, I'm getting excited about, oh, I could come up with a really great summit and have amazing people, to, experts to come in. And that is helping the, the list build as well. And then to be able to launch the group program. and. How am I going to get there? Um, well, maybe in the early of the year, I create a few new lead magnets um, to build the list more. And, you know, I am doing podcast booking now. So I maybe get a few clients for podcast booking in the new year because I do let that. That's part of PR I do like um, because it's better return on investment. If you're really clear on the podcasts that are right for you, you pick 10 podcasts and pitch them over a few months and you could have like three or four or five interviews. Um, so as we end this year, I want you to think about your future vision and what do you really want 10 years from now? What do you really want to achieve? And I've coached my clients on goal setting and future vision and breaking that down. I have a whole system for that. And it's been a while since I've taken my own advice and followed my own system for goal setting. Um, so 
I also want to remind you, like, you might be clear on, I'm very clear about my future vision. I know 10 years from now what I want and why I want it. But it's been a while since I've broken it down. So I just want to throw out a few tips for you that I'm going to follow myself. Um, getting into the new year is reminding yourself, if you don't already know your future vision, think about that. Like every aspect of your life. What do you really want? What do you want your lifestyle to be? Where are you living? In a house? An apartment? Like get detailed into this. I have did a new vision board last year, and I don't think I need to do another one. It's, I'm looking at it. It's like, yep, that's my future vision. Nothing's changed. Yeah, I'm good. So I ha- I'm very clear on my future vision. But if you're not, like, think about, it, you know, health. Health and fitness. Mental health. What do you want to improve? Ten years from now, how much money are you making? What are you doing in your free time? Are you traveling? Where do you want to travel? And Work-wise, your career, what do you want to achieve? But once you have your future vision, then you need to break it down. Like, in order for you to achieve what you want in 10 years, where do you need to be at five years? What do you need to accomplish at five years? Like, maybe you're a best-selling author at 10 years and with multiple books. So maybe five years, you're launching your first book. And then when you break it down to one year, maybe you take a writing program this year to improve your skills. Or maybe you want to get going on writing that first book this year. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to break that down? And so five years, one year. And have a one-year vision. That is the work I'm going to be doing myself, is reevaluating, okay, what do I want to accomplish in the next year? And I'm going to go through my system again, and I'll give you some tips here that the one-year breakdown. Okay, so if I want to run a summit and launch a group program in, say, September. If you look at the next, the 12 months of the year next year, take your goal and break it down to what you need to accomplish in each month and work backwards. So say month nine is I'm going to have a summit. Well, I need to do the interviews. I need to plan it. I need a few months. So maybe in month eight, I'm setting up and promoting the summit month seven maybe that's when i'm month seven and eight i'm recording the the interviews and month 11 i'm launching the group program and signature program so what do i need to do in month six month five and so think about your goal if you have something that you want to accomplish in the next year how can you break that down month by month i haven't really done mine yet but i can just do quick 
think, okay, I'm going to start planning the summit month seven, six and seven. So before then, I'm probably going to have more guests on the podcast, make connections with my ideal speakers because it'll be my first summit. I'd get my dream people. What do I want? Maybe that's relationship building. And maybe I need a new lead magnet um, to offer. Maybe I'm launching um, a small course, say in month four. That kind of gets me started. Hopefully it sees by my breaking that down what you can maybe do with your project. And then once you kind of have the the month mapped out, the 12 months, then you can look at just the next 60 days. You can put it away and then just focus on the next 60 days. But write down everything you can think of, brainstorm, all the things that you need to do in the next two months. Then one month and group them into different categories and the further you break it down, then you can break it down to this week I need to accomplish this, this, and this. And by doing that, when you do accomplish those smaller goals and maybe you break it down to today I need to email this person. Check. You feel more accomplished because you're one step closer to your goal. Um, so I just want to put a few tips out there and inspire you that, hey, end of the year how do you want to be and accomplish next year so there you go that's all for today i hope you have a wonderful end of the year and let's kick it off in january um i'm gonna come back with lots of amazing um episodes and guests and topics and i'm so excited and let's kill it next year. The new Superfan Attraction playbook is out. I've been working on this Superfan Attraction method for artists and creatives for so long, and I keep, you know, improving it and adding to it. And I'm so proud of this edition, Superfan Attraction, personal branding for artists and creatives. It goes through my method of starting with personal branding begins with personal development. That's tap into your unstoppable motivation. We go through more personal development, personal growth exercises. And then stage two is magnetic branding. All that goes into branding, your story, your bio, your photos, your image. Stage three, competitive edge, figuring out what makes you unique and stand out in your industry and be able to promote yourself with ease. dianefoy.com slash freebie and grab that right now.